listening to Version Control, Pounding Grain's digital news podcast. You may know her as the Queen of Social, or simply just as Andrea. Whatever you may call her, one thing's for sure, she's an important piece of the Pounding Grain puzzle, and we're so excited to have her on the hot seat. Andrea Grek is our community manager extraordinaire who is just as meticulous as she is creative. She joined the Toronto team about one year ago, and we honestly don't know what we'd do without her. Curious about what the heck a community manager does? Wondering why her role is so important? Want to hear us talk about her dog? You're in luck. Just keep on listening. Version Control presents The Hot Seat. Featuring Andrea Breath. Yeah, so Andrea, what does a community manager do? So basically, um, I oversee uh, social media accounts for our clients. So, what does the tasks day to day look like for a community manager? One major thing um, is a social media calendar or a editorial calendar that outlines you know, the different topics and posts that we're gonna be featuring on each account. And basically um, on a monthly basis, we're planning out what it is that content will look like and then going in and creating that content, um, coming up with visuals, creative visuals that can go along with copy that's engaging to our fans. Um, as well as writing uh, the post copy to go along with that creative. And then thinking about where we want to drive our audience to, like what websites do we want them um, to visit and explore and engage with. A lot of people think that it's as easy as putting a post up um, onto Instagram, which on someone's personal account is, you know, you do what you want, you throw up some copy and away you go. Why, why is the process a little bit more detailed and time consuming when you're doing it for big clients? Um, well, first, firstly, um, I was just mentioning assets before. Um, a lot of times there's some parameters with each social channel. So if you're um, if you want to share a video or a GIF, the file has to be a certain size, can't be too big. The dimensions have to be a certain way. And um, oftentimes I could run into issues when I'm trying to post something, which then means we have to bring in a designer to kind of fix that. Um, also, we do a lot of tagging of accounts. Like that's something that's very important when you're a community manager and you're posting. You want to, um, if you're talking about um, somebody else um, that has a social account, you want to tag those social pages um, because that helps increase your exposure and the exposure of the other accounts. So that's just something that is very important to do. And tagging um, sometimes can be a little bit of an issue because um, if you don't have the right account um, and you want to make sure that that everything's accurate. Um, that's another thing that can be pro problematic. Um, and also we use a lot of tools to help us with our social posting. So putting some posts that on timer to go up out of normal business hours. There's also opportunity to tag posts um, using these tools so that um, when we're doing reports, we're able to pull, pull reports by post type. Um, so all of these kinds of tagging and um, planning that's done behind the scenes actually takes up a lot of time. 
what Ivana did not mention is that I'm also one of the desk buddies. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tripod. Oh gosh, I have a feeling it's going to be like, we hate be sitting next to you. No, yeah. it's the best. No, this is the time we wanted to have an intervention and we hate it. So, oh God, no, Your food of course stinks. not. <laughs> but being a desk buddy, I have heard a few swears under the breath. It's very <laughs> rare, but it has happened. So I assume at those points, something tough has happened. So yes. what's the toughest part about being a community manager? The fact that it's always on. Right. That's what's so challenging about it sometimes is that, you know, you're dealing with um, fans of your particular um, social accounts. And, you know, there's any time of the day, any time of the, the night, somebody can post something, um, especially if there's, let's say, a crisis um, and there's kind of negative uh, feedback about that particular brand. Um, at that point in time, um, it can be very challenging of, of how to kind of put a positive message and, and kind of spin it in a positive way. Um, so I would definitely say the fact that it's always on. It's 24 hours, seven totally. days a week. Yeah, so that means you have to stay on as well, right? Um, well, no, not necessarily, but there's definitely like a process of a team, especially here at Pat Pendergrain, we're so great about working as a team mm-hmm. um, and being able to jump in. And um, if there's a post that needs to go up last minute, because a lot of things you want to address in um, a timely fashion, um, you don't want to let that opportunity pass by. So sometimes things have to go up and it's the weekend. Um, but the fact that there's a team that we all help each other out um, means that I don't always have to be on. Totally. So back in your school days, did you say, when I grow up, I want to be a community manager? No. So how there did you There was no up community here? managers when I was growing up. That's um, true. Me too. How, how did it happen then? So it happened. I actually went to school for journalism and writing. And um, another thing that some people may not think about when it comes to social media management and community management is there's a lot of writing involved. Um, And oftentimes when you're creating a post, it's very similar to creating, let's say a news segment because you're creating a story and you're trying to deliver a certain message. Um, It's just the beat that's a little bit different. Um, So, that's how I kind of fell into this. Um, and I also um, always had a very strong interest in the media industry. And my first role um, in social media was for a media company. Um, and even now I'm, I'm doing social media for a media company um, for the most part. So it really just aligned um, and is very similar um, similar, similar qualities, similar, uh, skill set. Very cool. So there you have it. Uh, journalism students that are out there listening because the world of journalism is ever shape shifting. And this is a good way to get your foot in and, you know, stay relevant, keep up with what's going on and be creative at the same time. Right. Yep. So what's kept you working in social media? What's something that you enjoy about being a community manager or working in social? Um, I like that I get to work with a lot of different departments within an organization um, and more so um, I guess you could say with uh, previous roles um, was a little bit more the case but because social media is taps into so many different industries uh, sorry so many different departments um, within an organization it really um, does keep you 
in the loop with every everyone and everything that's kind of happening. A lot of uh, brands um, approach their social accounts as if like they are the news channel for for that particular brand. Um, so oftentimes, anything that's big, new, important ends up on there. Um, so it really allows you to interact with so many different um, areas of the business. I'd love to do a bit of a rapid fire related to social media, if you're down. I'm down. Okay. Number one, what's your favorite social media platform and why? Instagram. Because I think that that's where a lot of people, they're, like most people are on that channel. Like All of my friends and family are on there. All the celebrities I like to follow are on there. It's just, it's a great channel and it's like, it's hot right now. What are your top three favorite emojis? The thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up for QA approved, post approved. <laughs> thumbs up is a good one. It's very positive. Yes. yes. I'm all about positivity. Um, the smiley face, like the big one with the teeth showing and the heart. Wait, yeah, I mean, you went for some low hanging fruit there, Andrea. I'm sure you could dig deeper <laughs> to find some ones that you like. I like, there's the one on Slack that I really like to use all the time, but I don't see it on like anywhere else. You know, the little seal guy and he like spins yeah, yeah. his head. I, I love can't tell that if he's guy. a bird or if he's oh, a seal. I think it's a bird because the shortcut parrot. is parrot. Right. Okay. So <laughs> him, I really like him, but he, I don't know if I didn't pick him because I don't see him everywhere. I only see him on Slack. So does he count? Sure. He counts. Okay. He is my absolute favorite. Whenever I can, like if I'm, I like what, I, what the person wrote, I, I'll use that. He's a little party guy. He's so cute. He's just like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I like the shrimp, the little shrimp. That's one of my favorites. Um, what brands do you follow in social media? Uh, I follow Us Weekly. I'm all about celebrity news. Yeah, Andrea's that. always keeping us up to date on the celeb gossip. Totally. Yeah. The hottest goss yes. from LA. Yes. It's weird. Ask her who's dating who. Who's dating Gwen Stefani right now? Um, Blake Shelton. (laughs) Obviously. That one was a gimme. Because we talked about them before. Yeah, and you were I was edified, I'll say that. You had a lot to say about it. Yes. You went back through her deep history. Yes, and then we started playing her songs in the office. Yeah, we did a whole no (laughs) doubt day. No doubt day. Yeah. Um, yeah, Us Weekly, who else? Jillian Harris. If you're listening, Jillian Harris, follow you on (laughs) social. She's a former bachelorette. Um, she's Canadian. She lives in Vancouver. Um, and she's like an interior designer. Um, and she's also on that W Network show, Love It or List It. Hmm. Have you guys watched it? Well, I haven't, but yeah. I know I can understand what it is based it's, on the name. Yes. <laughs> it's about houses. Uh, so she's like one of the celebrities that I follow. Um, who else? Who else can I share that I follow? Um, I guess I follow a lot of hockey wives too because I got into that show Hockey Wives <laughs> and I follow them so much right now. So I'm like creeping them all the time. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say the other one because you're going to laugh at me. Well, now you have to. Yeah, you got to. Okay, another guilty pleasure of mine is like some, I'll, I still watch soap operas. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So I follow like a lot of the actors oh, on there and some of the, the actual shows. Like when do you watch soap operas? You're here every day. I PVR them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that this. part out. This is what the hot seat is about. Yeah. Hot take. I was honest. Okay, I could have completely left that one out, but I was honest. We totally. appreciate I knew that. you guys would laugh at me. <laughs> Definitely. What's What's one dream 
What's one brand that you would dream of or love to, to work for? As you guys are going to laugh at me again. Say it. Social media manager for Celine Dion. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> if you're listening uh, and you want a community manager, I'll be yours. Well, when... 100%. And also, when it's Andrea's birthday, we'll have a whole Celine day here. July 30th. It's July coming 30th? Out. Oh my God, no, it's soon. <laughs> <laughs> you're, oh, you're going to be gone by yeah, then. I thank God. <laughs> but everyone else will have to have so much fun on but, Celine day. But maybe I'll take my birthday off so everybody gets the free There you go. Listen card. to Celine at home. Yeah. But you should have a... Andrea has music control and she never uses it. Well, that's because I know you're going to secretly judge me. Not even secretly. You will say, <laughs> I hate this song. Quite openly, yes. But what I think shouldn't matter. I know. So maybe We're, after this podcast, I'm going to go control the, the music. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I always threaten that I'm going to and I never do. I should. You could have been a community manager just about anywhere with the skills that you have. How did you end up in the Pounding Green family? I applied. <laughs> it's a great start. <laughs> and I got an interview. And the reason why I selected to work at Pounding Green was because um, I wanted agency experience. I always worked directly for the brand that I was um, doing social media for. Um, and I wanted to have that exposure to uh, working with multiple clients at one time and also just getting the experience of different industries. So that's what brought me here. And I'm very, very happy with my decision. What's something that surprised you about being at an agency? I would definitely say like I didn't expect the culture to be so great. And I think that that's unique to Pound and Grain and not agency so I'm not really answering your question but that was one thing that like I wasn't expecting um because of what I've heard about agency life this doesn't feel like that here um it feels better um but working with an I think one thing that kind of surprised me is that there's a lack of control over what you're posting because uh, you know at the end of the day, it comes up. It comes down to the client. If you don't think something sounds right, but they do, it's going to go up. Like it goes up. So, um, I think that's something that was a bit of an adjustment for me. Whereas uh, before, I was I was in the driver's seat. I was making the decisions. I was like had final say on the copy before it went up. So that's different, um, but not necessarily a bad thing. Cool. And are you ready to get into some of the dumb questions? Yes. Dumb equals fun. So. Dumb equals fun. Yes. <laughs> so we've, we've... Less pressure. We've tackled all the business. Less pressure. So the first one is, Andrea maintains a classier look than most of the people here at Pounding Grain. We have a very open dress policy here. You can do whatever makes you feel comfortable. And what Andrea feels comfortable in is far nicer than most of us. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. Which is so, thanks for noticing, Nick. Yeah. So my question to you is, have you ever considered trading in your high heels for a nice pair of Crocs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say I have traded in my high heels. Okay. Because I'm, if you can hear, I'm a lot quieter when I walk around the office now. Okay. Because yeah. I was very self-conscious with my clack, clack, clacking. So... I actually traded them in for wedges that are more quiet, mm. but now it's like warm. So now I'm wearing my flat sandals, but I would not wear Crocs. I mean, here. don't knock them till you try them. Okay. So to be honest with you, we have 
like the imitation Crocs at home, but we use them for like basements. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like taking out the trash. Yeah, yeah, like because our basement is like under renovation, so it's all dusty, and we use that to like go in the basement or like inside the house shoes. Okay, I get it. You're not so, ready. I mean, this, this is an innovation. We will this, wear them inside the house. This is an innovation. I'm bringing this style to the people. Okay. This is like, you. I mean, if we look at what people are wearing in Milan right now, we probably won't understand it, but we will in five years. So that's the way Crocs are going to be Okay. here at Pound and Grain and at other offices. I guarantee it. So you might want to get in on the train now, but if you don't, that's cool. Okay, got it. I'll keep that in mind okay, if I cool. want to be like... At the forefront of fashion yeah. before everybody else. Totally. Okay. Some sources say that you have round-the-clock surveillance set up for your dog. Can you verify or deny this and elaborate on the purpose if it's true? That's you. you <laughs> is that you asking that? Yeah. Yes. Andrew's <laughs> not the only one. Yes, Jackson. He was before me. Way before me. You have it too? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. It's like big brother for dogs around <laughs> he here. He was like, you should have heard. He's like, you? the camera on your dog like he looked at me like you are a crazy person <laughs> you're all crazy people okay moving on we've already mentioned your love of celine but if you had full music control of the office for a whole day total control what's going on there cold play oh god, <laughs> god i wouldn't mind us. that I no you could do that. worse that's true yeah yeah. Okay, Definitely that was a very play. quick answer. Yep. She's been thinking about I, it. I have been thinking about it. I'm like, hmm, how come they never play Coldplay? I'm like, they probably don't like it. Don't dislike it, but it's okay. not the first choice. Maybe tomorrow we can have a Coldplay day? I mean, no. Coldplay hour? Fine. I'll take what I can. <laughs> Coldplay afternoon. Yeah. There we go. That's a good compromise. In the middle. Thanks for listening to Version Control, the hot seat featuring Andrea Grech. If you like what you've heard, Don't forget to rate us on iTunes.